Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm really pissed that we can't get this heist situation working. Yeah. Well, I mean, working is not like a... Well, it's yours, but then it, it was also this. Mm-hmm. If we weren't doing this, we could have done it tonight. But True. With everything, with everything else, I don't know what that it was like—a raptor noise. I hope he starts looking at his asshole on your chair. He probably will. It's your chair. Yeah, but you bought it. <laughs> I don't know. That one's my chair. That's the one that's actually my chair. <laughs> that one you can take back at any time. Well, yeah, I'm going to just, ah, I'll just use chair number two today. <laughs> Slide it over. Do whatever you want. <laughs> doesn't hurt me. That one doesn't bother me. So, yeah. <sighs> I guess we should. I guess, yeah, probably should. I guess we probably should start. Why not? What's going on, Matt? Oh, you know, chilling. About to do this podcast in the butt. All right. We started with butt stuff. Have That's you been playing <laughs> anything related to butt stuff? No, no the skin flute. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I've played anything this week. What have I done in my life? Oh, yeah. <coughs> yeah, I haven't played Worked. anything. Yeah, work. Yeah. Work and stress and Star Wars and... Stress and... More stress and... More work. More work and nothing going right and the end of net neutrality and... Uh, well, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> I have way too many people on both sides of things, and it's like, nope, I'm not listening to any of you. It's been fun. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Ain't or we good. won't, because we won't get any news <laughs> from the internet. Yeah. <laughs> nah. That's to just... rely on my landline that I disconnected. Uh, Blockbuster. What's going to happen? Blockbuster's coming back. The VCRs, we're rewinding tapes now. I took a 15-minute phone call today about VCRs. We got in a huge conversation about laser discs and VCRs. And Are you talking to Van Dusen? First-generation HDMI ports. and Was it Van Dusen? No, it was a guy looking for a DVD-VCR combo. Still have them? Nope. Oh, they phased out finally? Yeah. They were $140. Dude, they're like impossible to find now. Yeah, but they were also $140. No wonder they're gone. Welcome to Old Tech. With Nate and Matt. <laughs> Want to hear us talk about this modern video game shit? Let me tell you about my S-Video port on the back of my Panasonic LaserDisc player. <laughs> Get out of here, <laughs> nerd. Uh, Let's talk about nerd. me having to run my thing through my VCR and Ooh. Channel 3 was the bomb. Channel 3. Kids Channel will 3. never know. Not anymore. 
you hand them a Game Boy, they'll think it's a touchscreen. They would too, wouldn't they? There's videos of it happening. Oh God! Yes, there was also somebody that handed a handed cassettes to their children, and they were dumbfounded. I was like, "Oh no, oh no, we can't get here yet." (laughs) But we'll Uh, see. Yeah, what have you been playing? A little bit of soccer in the football manager 2018. How's that going? You and Kenny going at it? I I believe I am now top of the table from where we left off. I think he's still in second. I I was so he was kicking our asses. He had number one locked up, right. and he has just been riddled with injuries the last couple times we play, and we're reaching the end of the season. So it's like right when you need to make the push, he's just losing key players. So and I'm just resurging because I've been in like seventh the entire time. And I'm slowly making my way back. Give me up. the roster breakdown here. Is it? It's you, Kenny, and who else? That's it. Just the rest are CPUs, or yep. just yep. The whole rest of the thing is CPUs. Interesting. So is the CP? Are they? Are they? Are they a challenge, or is it just always going to? be Oh no, Kenny? they're a challenge. We're not okay. actually. We just sim the game. Yeah, yeah. So we just watch it happen. So I mean, like, we can set up tactics as much <laughs> as we want, but the CPU is just, tacticking against us. Yeah, that was excuse me. Like, are they a, a good challenge? Like, they're not just making dumb moves, and you're just like, well, whatever. Yeah, no. It's like if we if we don't do certain things right, we will lose, and that's good. The, the, I mean, the team balancing is one thing. You get some guys, you're just like, I don't know how I'm supposed to stop this, and they put in five goals on you, and you just hate your life. But it'd be really interesting if, like, like when Kenny first played me, I think he beat me four zero or five one or something like that. Be really interesting if like the C A C like a CPU wins and not you guys like in first spot. Oh, it it might still happen. Manchester City is right behind us. It's we're one, two, three, and we're all within like one or two points of each other. Mm-hmm. So we can jump each other at any given moment and it's just like ah That's interesting. <laughs> I mean, if we if we don't come in first, they don't come in first. Like Yeah, it's obviously but, about who who beats who here. It's about who beats who and we have years to go in that game. Oh God! This is only this is only season one. We got season five to get to. Super Hopefully. nerds. Uh, Played a little bit more Mario. Did the Beach World? Oh yeah, that, that's that's where you were when I walked in. Yep, I actually finished it off that night. <clears throat> uh, played some. I haven't played any Golf Story. I don't know why it's on there. And then I went back and just kept doing a little bit of Wolfenstein too. Still enjoy it. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying that. I'm slow burning it, but I will get to the point where I need to finish it. And move on. So we'll see. Otherwise, um, Hearthstone expansion, Overwatch, you know the usuals, the ongoings that don't actually count. Battlefront's going to be on sale next week. If you nope, don't know. If nope. That, sorry, just pass it along. Sorry, Battlefront. Sorry, kind of. I don't. I'm not really sorry. Yeah, I don't. I don't. That it's all dead to me. Everything's dead to me. I gave you as much money as I would pay to watch your movie. I really want to crack my shoulder right now. So, all right. New releases real quick, and then I want to just get into topics and just start bullshitting because there's, there's almost there's... almost no news this week, but the stuff that we want to talk about, we will talk about for over an hour if we aren't careful. Yeah. Uh, so games out this week were uh, PUBG made it to Xbox, Gang Beasts is now on PS4, Ultimate Chicken Horse, PS4 and Xbox, Gang Beasts, awesome game, Ultimate Chicken Horse, also awesome game. Enter the Gungeon on Switch, Polybridge on Switch, One More Dungeon on Switch, and Ukulele on Switch. There's other games around there, too. Fallout 4 VR came out, and uh, some other Okami HD, and some other ones. Really? Fallout 4 came out? The VR. 
on the on Tuesday did. Found out something interesting. Go for it. You can, I think we talked about this before, but you can hook the PlayStation VR up to the PC and run Steam VR games on it. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, it's not a Tim Allen. I almost, whatever. It's just interesting. That is interesting. And I have kind of discovered through messing around with it that, um, like, the resolution is not that bad for some stuff if you are willing to take the hit on... on Performance? On, yeah, like... <clears throat> like certain high resolution stuff um will make the system chug. So I'm serious I'm curious serious. Ugh, I'm just fucking my brain so melted. I'm curious to see if I moved it to the PC how it would compensate cuz you still have to use the um the processing unit. Okay. And it's like this weird fucking like crazy hookup system you got to do. I just remembered I still have Skyrim installed downstairs. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's not worth it. It's not worth it to try it. That, well, it wouldn't matter anyway. You'd have to bring it over for me to try yeah. it to begin with. Um, yeah, I don't know. The I'm not one that's going to ask for one because I'm not one that's probably going to buy one anytime soon. But I wouldn't get a PlayStation VR. It's no, no, no. I would I would get an, uh, a Vive, a Vive yeah. but that's not. I feel like at this point, we might as well just wait until... Wait for round two, see what yeah. happens. All right. Let's... I, I want to start to the fourth one and work our way up because I, mm-hmm. I wrote these in reverse order of what I think is important. Yeah. Uh, but I can't say much on the last one because I didn't do my due diligence and actually pull up the article about it. Because <laughs> I'm an idiot. Yeah. I don't like, I get the, I get the premise behind it. I mean, there's been a lot of good games that have come out. Or I guess we should say what the, the thing was. The thing was that the AA games are making a resurgence. I mean, obviously, Hellblade yeah. is great, but there was actually Take Two created a new publishing front called oh shit called something it's not division protocol whatever it's called something like that and they're a public publishing house that rather than have people try to compete with like the rock star yada yada if you are have a big enough and grand enough idea that you're not trying to be triple a but you're not trying to be you know small indie that they'll publish it for you. They'll leave the creator to own the name and the property and everything, but they're just helping people publish games. Yeah, it kind of makes sense though, if you like, you know, based on where the industry's been going, because for a while there we had AAA games and then we had indie games. And it's yeah. like publishers' way of getting that indie game money and competing and almost with indie games. And there are middle grounds between indie and AAA. Yeah, Hellblade, Cuphead. I throw into that conversation. Well, that's what, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like publishers are like, ah, oh, this indie game thing. Like, people are into that. Let's try to get some of that money. So they're like, why don't we do of our version of an indie game, which is basically take a a developer or or someone with an idea that would would normally be an indie game and give them a little bit of extra cheddar. Right. Throw that cheddar on there. Cheddar, get them, cheddar. Get that them shiz. cheddar lobster biscuit things. <laughs> The cheese, the yeah. cheese, the cheeses, the great Praise cheeses. him. Praise the great cheeses. <laughs> uh, so that's a cool thing. Yeah. I don't think I, we might see a game from that publisher maybe late 2018, but I'm interested to see what their first thing is going to be if their idea is to kind of keep it around like a Hellblade territory, not in style of game, but in scope yeah. of game. The other one, 
that's really tiny that I don't actually completely care about, but I thought was really funny, is that Predator is now in Ghost Recon Wildlands. As in, like, he'll randomly murk you? Yeah, like, he's just in the world. That would be awesome if he just randomly will just I, kill you. I just know he's in there, and I kind of hope that's exactly how it is, because that would be awesome. Yeah, like a Sasquatch-esque figure where you yeah. just all of a sudden show up and, ah, you're dead. There's four people trying to do a mission, and you just hear <laughs> just, like, clicker noises, and you're like, I, what? Mm, <laughs> nobody move. Does anybody see him? <laughs> Slowly turn around. Okay. All right, let's go back to the mission. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That would be that's a, such a good idea. Be entertaining. And then uh, let's get to some bigger things. Some bigger things, and guess what, people? Other than if we forget to talk about it, gaming news is done. We're moving on. There's, we're, this is the first time, but I can actually say this is why we're called Gamers 2, because here we go into a full-on nerd discussion about other things. Yeah, nerd time. Movie industry. Fox got bought. Or All right. Yeah. Be more specific if you so choose. Well. Because Fox News is going to get bought. I, my one thing on this. Is that I don't, I feel like there's, it's got to get through regulatory stuff. Probably still, yeah. So, like, it's as everyone at the moment, I guess. Yeah. As everyone had no, probably knows by now, Disney uh, put a bid offer, and I'm assuming this means it was accepted since they're announcing it, but yeah. Disney is buying 20th Century Fox, which is a uh, division or of 21st Century Fox. Uh, for $52.4 billion, which is probably pocket change for Disney, them motherfuckers. Um, at this point, that's probably a quarter of what Star Wars is worth. Not even. Not even close, actually. To put back. this into perspective, they bought Lucasfilms for $4.5 billion. Yeah. How the fuck? It makes no sense to me. Anyways, um... Yeah, interesting. Rights in six movies. Rights and uh, 400 movies. I guess, but... that's the, I mean, that's the only justification I can have is, like, the amount of content is different. Yeah. So, the, the 20th Century Fox deal basically means that they get Fox's movie division and their television division as far as... Um, like cool. TV shows and yeah, creatively, not not they creative don't get Fox content. News. They nothing to do with Fox News. Um, they only get Fox. It doesn't. I don't include, think they, they don't get their. Do they get their sports? No, I don't think so. Okay. It it does include the publishing rights to the original original trilogy, like the original cut of the original trilogy. Fox owned that still. Yeah, that's why it wasn't released. Oh. That is interesting. That's probably why it's $51 billion. Just because that trilogy alone, if it if they released uh, yeah, they could, uncut. Yeah, they could re... re, re <laughs> I feel like I got to do it once enough so where I can't just speak. You've already done it once. Um, you go on for three times? Yeah, but I'm, yeah, I'm talking with the, with the weird like... Oh, perfect. <laughs> By the way, my mom says hi. Oh, sweet. Lovely lady. Um, she just heard you, so... That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what was I saying? God damn it! The first, the re-release of the uncut of trilogy one. Yeah, they could, they could, uh, which would be nice. They could do the three. They could release the theatrical cut of um, of the War of Stars, which would be lovely. I'd love it in HD. Get on that Disney as soon as you you know dump those 
dump that money bucket on people, yeah. make them do things. Um, so, so I guess I we're think gonna... it's the Marvel side of thing. I mean, I'm not getting there yet. I think it's the Marvel side that makes it the interesting part. Oh with, yeah, with what you have with they the MC, can, the MCU, and they can say Fantastic mutants Four and X Men now and not fucking get like sued. Yeah, X Men and Deadpool and or no Deadpool, yeah Deadpool, mm-hmm. and but the whole. Am I gonna get shit for this? The, the beginning X Men movies, yeah, man, the, yeah, Logan, woo, everything else, man, fucking whatever. We're X Men. Yeah, the some of the more recent movies were like okay. Logan, but, I thought was good. I mean, let's be honest, no one does superhero movies as good as uh, right Marvel, and and also when those ones were first getting made, it was like the beginning, and you just watch yeah. them back. I watched them back. I'm like, I can't. It's been, it's this. it's like painful almost awkward. like first class wasn't bad the first one yeah but it then uh fantastic four i'm like just don't just just don't they can show up and do something but don't do what you're gonna do so the one thing that some people seem to be worried about is the whole r-rated superhero movie thing it's, it's disney like they're not normally yeah but the the um theory, rated R superstar the theory is that they're gonna <laughs> keep the um, the twentieth century Fox brand as the R rated adult yeah. movie. Listen, we're gonna purchase you and we own you, but just do what you want until we don't like it. Yeah, which will probably be pretty quick. Yeah, it'll probably be Deadpool too. Yeah, which I actually does that part scares me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know because you I can't mean... take the rated R. I can't call him the Radar Superstar. That's actually probably trademarked by Edge from WWE. <laughs> uh, you can't take the most the most R-rated superhero and bring him down. That's just not his character at all. In scenes, it might be his character, but as a person, that is not Deadpool. True, but let's think about this for a second. Sure, why not? We got an hour, <laughs> at least. Um, Disney likes money, obviously. First Deadpool, wildly successful. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that this Star Wars movie was uh pretty violent? Yeah. Would like the are we segueing into that already? No, I'm okay, just right. throwing it in there. Like that, it was. I was there was a couple of spots, spe- specifically the scene where oh. oh spoilers is it the okay. one that i'm the one that i'm talking about yes okay but then um hand signals for the win people you yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to a spoiler part later yeah and then that's there's gonna be like the end of the episode so yeah there's a, a particular scene where it happens very quick where someone dies pretty gruesomely um and spoilers <laughs> yeah i'm not saying it's a character spoilers somebody somebody dies in a star wars movie <laughs> That's and, never happened before. Yeah, but it's kind of gruesome. And I was like, damn, Disney, like, stepping up your game here. I was, I was intrigued by that part. I think I'm trying to think of what the, if there were more, more gruesome moments in that. Um, There's a weirdly. I'm not, I'm not thinking of the, of the person you're thinking of either, by the way. Or you're not? No. That's it's why that I was doing, scene. That's why I was doing this. It's that scene, but it's not that person. No, it was, um. It's not a named character. It's, oh, it's one of the. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. When 
there's that one. That whole scene. It's one of the guys yeah, gets yeah, put yeah. into the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. When he, yeah, yeah. Okay, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that was. Great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was great to listen to people. Yeah, yeah. That's like, and then that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we understand. Um, um, we'll get we'll get back to all that, but yeah, they they finally. I think they're slightly slowly getting there. We're like, okay, we're we're Disney, but we have these adult franchises that we don't need to bring down to kids. Mm-hmm. But we also have these kid fr- franchises that we can't bring up to adults. Yeah, like Elsa and Anna aren't about to be in Spring Breakers. That's just when, when you went when you started saying <laughs> Elsa and Anna, I'm like, oh no, because the Elsa Gate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're a podcast, not a YouTube channel. I know, but it's fucking funny. Like the <laughs> yeah, but it's that situation where it's like you can't bring them up, and you can't take the adult stuff down. Like, yeah, they can have kid friendly moments, which there are definitely ones like that. But even the most kid friendly moment I could think of is immediately turned into a an irony situation. And it's like, well, it's it's dark if you like think about it, mm-hmm. but at the same time it just looks innocent and funny. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah, what other um I'm trying to think of what other those are the only ones I can think of like immediate consequence. Yeah. But don't they still like I'm Disney, trying to think of what else Disney as a home still own Indiana Jones? Yeah, that was Lucasfilms, right? Yeah, but like, well, how does that work? Because that pub, it was Paramount. They haven't done anything either. No, it's definitely they definitely own that. I'm trying to think of what else they get with 20th Century Fox Aliens. Did they get Prometheus too? Oh, they might. Which part of that Aliens? Was a joke. Shut someone, up! Someone made a joke on um, Reddit that uh, xenomorphs come from a queen, so they're all Disney princesses now. Oh my god! That all Disney princesses are xenomorphs. That ooh. and then someone's like Ripley's a Disney princess. I was just like, uh, I was like, uh, I don't think Ripley's humorous. age. I don't think Ripley's age fits in with. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google some 20, 20 20th century Fox, Fox movies franchises. IP perfect. Whatever you want to call it. We're gonna go IP and see if anything comes up. I don't want to. Here we I, go. I don't want to guess incorrectly. Wikipedia page. Oh, perfect. Number I'm one gonna, resource. I'm just gonna start ripping them off here. Right, rip off good ones, please. Don't. Um, Alien franchise. All right, I said good ones. American, Suck it. American Dad. That's uh, a, that's an interesting one. The yeah. TV, I think, is the interesting it, side. It is because it's, you got Family Guy in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, Avatar. They didn't own that already. Um, I don't think so. Who cares? It, it's Pocahontas in space. People get over it. Uh, think about it. Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie. Yep. Um, Futurama. <laughs> that doesn't exist anymore anyway. I know, but it's interesting nonetheless. I mean, um, they could bring it back in theory, but it, mm, it doesn't exist. Goosebumps, Home Alone. Hasn't done anything. Hasn't done anything. Ice Age. Stopped doing things. Uh, is this... What does this mean? Essentially, the amount of money they're just making off of DVDs and Blu-rays is ridiculous right now. Independence Day. Mash. Both of them? Yeah, the franchise. Mm-hmm. Mash, uh, The Omen. Oh, Mash is interesting too. That's Planet box of the, sets. Planet of the Apes. Oh, there's like 19 of those. Uh, um, Predator. Uh, we said The Simpsons. Uh, good old um, Predator. Can Predator be in the MCU? God, that'd be awesome. <laughs> the X Files. What if they just make X Men films? Obviously. What if they make a mashup movie where it's just every 
so, considered superhero or fictional character. And it's Alien and Predator and Ripley versus Hulk and Hawkeye and Wolverine or something stupid. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that. I was like, how long or will they ever do crossover films? And I was like, please don't. I I think they have a better... Here's... There's right. more, by Work. the way. I, I missed the last couple. I'm, what, do you got anything good? Uh, I mean, I'll just... The Kingsman's films. Um, they're probably making like, a third. They're probably making yeah. a third of them. I haven't seen the second one yet. Yeah. I think the first one was all right. There's just moments that I'm like, eh. All right. And then uh, Night at the Museum. Well, there's three of those. Three? Four. Three? I'm going with three. I'll stick with my gut on that one. Um, And it's not a... <laughs> Disney call necessarily, mm-hmm. they would have to be in on the call obviously because this is a fifty fifty project. Mm-hmm. But at some point, you do the movie Justice League meets the Avengers, right? Like that has to happen. Um, I not honestly, necessarily versus, but meets. I haven't looked into this, but I thought it would be interesting if Disney bought DC. I don't think they need to buy them. I think they just need to get the the license. Don't own them because I like I like where they at. The, yeah, where they at? Where they at, yo? Where they're at for their animated movies from mm-hmm. like the Flashpoint paradox yeah. and stuff like that. Well, they never would because it's a redundancy in their portfolio, really. Yeah, so. pretty much. But well, then again, they'll just buy everything and become more godlike than they are now. Uh Walt Disney hated Jews. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fun fact for all you people that love Disney. Uh, Where was I going? <laughs> I derailed my thought with that. 50-50 DC. 50-50 with the DC thing. They just buy the rights to it. So that way DC doesn't screw up the movie. Mm-hmm. And let, just mar- let Marvel's people make the movie. But give them the property. You know what I mean? And, yeah, in like a perfect world In a perfect world scenario. Where yeah. it's like, oh... They hang out and then it goes bad. Truthfully, it's just because DC, I don't think, makes. I haven't watched the new Justice League, but I'm guessing it's not great. Uh, <laughs> average? I haven't watched it, but can I, do... I can I get average? <laughs> but I do know of one particular thing that, like the whole CGI mustache. I don't oh, know if you yeah. heard about that. And oh, I was yeah. like, really? That's pretty shitty. Speaking of mustaches, we're not segueing to that. Um, <laughs> mustache you a question <clears throat> oh you got a nice mustache <laughs> the justice league say it say it's an average movie right yeah okay average doesn't fly in disney no it's got to be good mm-hmm. good is like a minimum and i consider like iron man two and three good yeah but not great yeah the thought would be and now here's we're gonna go perfect world complete perfect world scenario nate killian gets a (laughs) gets an injustice movie who else would i mean (laughs) he gets the injustice movie he's wanted done with marvel's people and dc's property because the injustice storyline is awesome that's all i'm saying i want superman goes insane it's actually the, well, I can't say it's the it's, most because I haven't read enough comics. It's probably one of the most violent and messed up 
storylines that there is, it's one of the most adult yeah. stories. That easily is an R-rated film because of the way the story plays out in the first probably 10 minutes. Maybe it's a 15-minute scene. But it gets over real quick. And everybody, there's, If you haven't read the story, go read the story. About 20 minutes into the movie, everybody would probably have their mouths on the floor and go, Oh, this is... It's the plow going by. I don't know why his blade was down the road to clear. Oh, uh, oh, this is the tone of the movie. Honey, you go outside and get popcorn and don't come back. <laughs> like, this, it gets dark quick. And in case you're looking for spoilers, when I said Superman goes insane, I meant insane. Kills everybody. <laughs> Kills them all. Have you, uh, well, I made, I said it last night when we were getting out of the movies, but if now that they own, Disney owns X-Men. Yep. If they did an Onslaught story arc, it would be insane. Because it's similar, similar ideas in Justice. Yeah. Um, Isn't it Wolverine and Professor X go insane and kill everybody? Um, yeah. Well, Professor X, Xavier, and Magneto have like this weird, um, Something happens essentially where their their essence gets kind of like split, mm-hmm. and it forms into this like thing called onslaught. When it's basically, it looks like Magneto on steroids, and he's just this like huge entity that's like all powerful. Oh, okay, and it's just saying, you know, he just wreaks havoc and it's kills pretty, people. There isn't there one. There is one where Wolverine goes around and kills all the other X Men. Yeah. I think there's a couple story arcs like that. Yeah. Where it's just like, he's like, all right, well, we're done with this. It's been fun. Yeah. Later. <laughs> Kill everybody else. I don't need to be here. I was, I said, I texted my brother when, when all this came out and I was like, I, I'm kind of depressed because Hugh Jackman's not going to be playing Wolverine anymore. And it would have been really cool to see him. I think he went out on a good note though. Oh yeah. He definitely did. Logan's a wicked good movie. and I, yeah. I love that movie, but like, it would have been interesting to see him. In with the Avengers and like, you know, yeah. with it's, those people. It's going to be, he was trying to sell me on Fantastic Four last night. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, and Fantastic Four. And I went, no. Like, okay, cool. It's a cool concept, but they're not the Guardians. Just like power wise. They're, and from a team up perspective, it's like, it'd be super angsty for being married. It would be interesting to ground, like, to take that, the the Fantastic Four franchise and ground it a lot, like they did with Spider-Man. They would have to ground it to the point where they are cameo showed up. That's it. No, I mean, like, ground it as in, like, make them real people with, like, real problems. Not, like, like, real everyday problems. Not, like, the cheesy cliche shit, like... We're scientists that flew through a radiation field. Okay, well, we get that. But, yeah, no, if they had... I think they would have to start with just like showing up in Infinity War 2. Which, okay, it's not potentially being made right now, but whatever. They In that one, when they start bringing more people up, like they just kind of show up randomly and you're like, oh yeah, that's right, these guys are here. <laughs> they don't need another movie yet. They have to win back all the burning they did with Silver Surfer and then that one with what's-his-name-in-it. The most recent Fantastic Four. It's just I like, didn't oh, watch it. I didn't want to watch it. It looked so bad. All right. This is... Oh, geez. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. 
We're going to get there right now. All right. Spoiler time, I guess? Not spoiler time. Okay. I want to be able to discuss this without spoilers. Then we will go to spoiler time. Well, it's going to be like five minutes. It's going to be five minutes of non-spoiler time. It's all going to just be yay, nay, you know, overarching concepts, Mm -hmm. yes or no. And then we'll hit detail time. Okay. So Star Wars Episode Eight, The Last Jedi, we saw last night. Yes. Good, bad. Um, I've been asked that a lot today. Yeah. And I haven't given a definitive answer because I want to go watch it again. Because usually I want to watch it again a while too. for to think about things and work it out. So I want to watch it again too, but I want us to go in like mid January. I'm probably gonna go sooner than that. Just because I, I, I'm probably going to go with Levi. The only reason I say mid-January. I, mm-hmm. here you me. want to be dead. I want it to be pretty much dead. It won't be, it won't be dead at Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But you're out of the holiday window, and everybody is going to be hanging out with family and going to the movies in the yep. holiday window. And when that just came out, the My, next week is loaded. The week after Christmas is loaded. The only time it won't be is the new year. I totally plan. I plan on going again. I'm going to do a matinee. And I'm going to go to Rome again. I'm going to go to Rome again. Because the seats were fucking sweet. And it'd they be were nice. comfy, yeah. It'd be nice to get into the comfy seats if, in a reasonable distance. If you matinee after Christmas, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Mm-hmm. It'd probably be a Thursday. I can go. Obviously. Cause... I took that entire week off, so I can, okay. I can jam out. And then we can just relax. Yeah. But you don't have a good or bad on the movie overall? At the moment, I don't want to say it's bad. Because I, I no Star Wars movies really. Uh, I don't want to say that. Either. Yes, I, I mean, um, <laughs> you really want me to bring up the prequels? Uh, I said that today. I was like, no Star Wars movies really bad. And then someone looks at me and goes, really Jar Jar? And I'm like, all right, all right. I don't even think Jar Jar was the biggest problem. I mean, um, we can discuss Boss Nass and Jawas. I mean, they're some annoying characters. I don't, I don't, I don't think it's bad. Misa. I just don't like I, a lot of people that I've talked to have had responses where they're like, oh, it was great. It was so good. And I'm like, that's not where I'm at. No. Um, I, I was immediately that way after the movie. Yeah, I was not. I was very underwhelmed, I guess. Because your brother looked over at me. And for reference, the way we, we sat in the very front row, which I think was also the problem, but it, it's, you know, you, yeah, that's, you, get what, you get what you get. Yeah. We went on release night. What do you want? So we sat in the very front row. Uh, Sam was, brother Sam was, Probably three seats away, and yeah, it literally, in literally his own chair. There was nobody on either side of him, and then, which was fucking hilarious to look at, by the way. Yeah, it was. It was like he was, let was, me tell you that huge bucket of popcorn. He housed that so quick. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. There was a moment where he had it on the floor, and I just kind of out of the corner of my eye, I see him just like reaching down for it, and then he grabs it and just like <laughs> like a bear with a picnic basket. <laughs> Grabs it and places it on his stomach and just starts eating it. it I was, was just like, like straight like, <laughs> I, was like this is I looked over at him and he's reclined. So Rome has these new like they have these electric recliner chairs. And my my brother is probably about five eight five nine, pushing three bills. He's he's probably like he's a big high boy. two two hundreds, big guy. Um, and he straight up looked like Pooh Bear with a fucking honey, uh, honey fucking yeah, just nest. Um, like, nom, just nom, 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 paw, <laughs> mouth, paw, mouth. I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I glanced over when I saw the bucket thing, and I wanted to just break out laughing and pull my phone out and take a picture, and I was like, can't do that. Can't do that in the middle of this movie. Uh, on but, that note. But he looked... Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. finish. All right. But he looked over at me at the end of the movie, and I just kind of gave him the, eh, it's all right. Yeah. And he just kind of looked back at me like, Wait, what? what is he? What is he saying? And I was like, 
was, that was pretty good. It was mm-hmm. all right. And he's like, all right. It's like, yeah, I'm not blinded by faith. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think part of this is the reason why I, I, um, I want to go see it again is, is, is partly because of the experience. Like the chairs were comfortable. It wasn't crazy. It didn't have, it wasn't super crowded or anything like that. There wasn't a huge line, but it was just like, we got stuck in the front row. We were crammed all the way to the right side. So like I had to, like my neck was killing me. I had this crazy headache afterwards from trying to like watch the screen. And I was like, just generally pissed off. And the woman who was sitting next to Spencer and myself, yeah, obviously didn't want to be there. She was playing on her phone the entire time. She when we and she when got we off like up five at, times. When we stood up at the end, there was nobody behind. Like she wasn't there. Yeah, she got up in the movie during the movie five times is an exaggeration, but probably like you're three. not. You're probably not too far off because no, I could not. I it could was, see her out of my eye walking. Mm-hmm. There's only one person walking behind yep. me. She got up and and left at least three times, which. I mean, granted, doesn't sound like a lot, but when you're in a movie and you know it's essentially six trips, there's her leaving and her coming back. Yeah, and so not only like, are you, luckily for her, she's in a convenient spot to do it. Like she's not having to go in front of. I mean, she's going in front of people, obviously, but she's not. The way that her seat was, she was immediately into an open area and could just walk right out, like not have to do the. Excuse me, pardon me. Excuse me, mm-hmm. pardon me. Shimmy past everybody, yeah. but you're there on a release night. Yeah, I expect you to be somebody that wants to see the movie. Yeah, I didn't like. I mean, if you have to leave for some personal reason, that's one yeah. thing. But like, it didn't surprise me, and I, I honestly only go to release movies because I don't want people to fucking ruin the movie for me. That's the only reason I was at this one, and I've been able to not ruin it for anybody else up mm-hmm. until about ten minutes from now when we do it. But yeah. so it, like, I, I, I'm, I'm underwhelmed initially. I want to go see it again. Yeah, that's generally. The, I think it's, it's long. It's a long fucking movie yeah, too. It is. I think it's the longest one in the series. Yep. By far. Um, but I'm I'm riding on a good high off of it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm feel, I'm like yeah, Star Wars. I always love Star Wars. Don't care. It's awesome. Yeah. Did can you check real quick? I know we had this conversation. It was last year. Was Rogue seven. One was seven. Spring was Rogue One. Um, Read right because it was every six months. That's what we said. Because they're like, boom, this. And then next spring is Han Solo. And the next December is. That's what I think it is. Because I was pretty sure I was not at Target anymore when we went. But you figure that out. Um, December 18th, 2015. Shit. Really? Yeah. Because Rogue One came out in last year, December 16th. Wow. The six-month cycle is... Movie release, DVD release. DVD movie release. release. That's right. I forgot it was the DVD that we were skipping. Yeah. Okay. God, I wasn't targeted. All right. Anyway, who cares? Um, but, you know, it's we. All right. There's our Star Wars fix for the year. Cool. Now, next year we get Han 50-50 on if that's going to be good or not yet. But we get the we get the canon story, an awesome story. We're continuing where we wanted to, to go. Um, quick PSA. I hate other people. <laughs> yeah. This is a very known thing for anybody that knows me. I just genuinely hate people. I've worked in the service industry for way too long. Know way too many stupid people. So I just hate them all. Everybody. You're just on a blanket of hate. Don't feel like left out. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> there. Doesn't matter who you are. Blanket of hate. It is very specific There's too. A, because 
people I hate. If it's a person and they become personable, I generally don't hate them. Yeah. Just you as an overarching group, if you are a part of people, I hate people. But there is an eye of the storm that I will bring you into if I like you and we are all safe. But if you're in the, the clouds, you're gone. I'm hoping your house gets ripped up like <laughs> Katrina. People have, people have just become way uh, more inconsiderate of the their surroundings and the people around them. So this being said, when we went in 2015 to episode 7... It's the first time since 2003? When was episode three? I think you're pretty spot on. It's pretty close? Okay. Yeah. Since that, that we had a Star Wars thing. So, as key figures are coming on the screen in 2015 at release, I can live with you, you know, woo, yeah, Han, woo, R2-D2, woo, C-3PO, like all of those things, cool can live with all of that. We are now two years later. We are the third movie in this new cycle. I'm counting Rogue One as number two. We're the third movie in this new cycle. When quote-unquote iconic characters start coming back that we literally actually just saw two years ago, you don't need to cheer. Stop. You are actually ruining the movie for me. And if you weren't children, I would beat you after the movie. Yeah. That being said, can't blame the kids that much because the adults were starting it. Yeah. There was some guy in our theater that we hit 10 minutes before movie and he's 10 minutes before movie. Oh my God, dude. I can see my watch. I see that there is a screen in front of me that clearly isn't showing the movie yet. We're all on our goddamn smartphones. So I get that you wanted to be a town crier. In the 1660s. <laughs> but we're a few centuries past that. We so shut Tom, up. We should bring Tom Cryers back. No, we shouldn't. Yeah, we should. Actually, you know what? It depends. If they do an old-timey voice, I'm in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> get your papers here. And <laughs> just stop. Sit down. Enjoy the movie. Take it in what it is. Yell all you want after the movie. Yell all you want. For the most part, you can do it before the movie. Like, I can live with the 10-minute thing. But, like, I don't need the update. Like, I really don't. Just after the movie, go nuts. Do what you want. During the movie, stop. Let me enjoy it. That being said, are you ready to go to our actual deep discussion we didn't have last night? I guess, yeah. I guess we'll talk about spoilers. This is the official spoiler announcement. If you do not want the new Star Wars movie spoiled for you, stop listening. It's been a lot of fun, and I'm warning you, it's going to get real spoiler-heavy immediately. In three, two, one. So Snoke dying wasn't what you were talking about? I was not. I was talking about, so you know how, like, he's got his red guard? One of them gets thrown into, like, an electrical field, and he just, like, gets fucking splattered. Yeah, it's just blood you just see shoot out. And then the other one, gets when he gets hit in the eye, I'm like, damn. Yep. but so which that that scene that whole scene like the with the fight and them fighting and helping each other and stuff that was really fucking cool. It, the funny thing <coughs> is I'm dying. Um, the funny thing about this movie and we talked about the fighting before. You see both styles, and I think that's very important. You see the original style, and you see the prequel style. 
they did a very healthy mend of strong and f- slower attacks and then still adept quick fighting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, good. It was also fun. Is this the first time that we've seen the Royal Guard actually do something? Yeah. Like actually kick ass mm-hmm. like they're supposed to. The first time when they actually just... Because I think they're all vibro weapons, aren't they? Yeah, I think they're a combination of like different things. Like, there's no one has like a lightsaber. No, but they're all like vibro. Yeah, they're all like because they're all they all have that hum, mm-hmm. like energy vibro, like laser so. edges and shit. Yeah. When she first reacts, or when he first reacts, when he's Kylo's there the first time, and Snoke like flicks the lightsaber away from him, brings it back to him, mm-hmm. and they all just unstance. I'm like, yes. You guys are actually badasses. Mm-hmm. You're not just placeholders walking around in red robes. Yeah, it was... Um, <clears throat> yeah. So generally, I guess we should probably start somewhat in the beginning or... or yeah, or not like three-quarters of the way through. Uh, theme here. Let's see, the beginning. Well, like, my, my main... Luke's alive. <laughs> yeah. My main issue um, that immediately hit me is that the movie was really long, and they put up like they put a lot in the movie but there there like was the a first... moment where i was like all right we're done no no we're still yeah, going yeah there's and there's like the first half of it's relatively slow and then like yeah cuz it's it's all the it's everything you would expect happening at the end of 2015 mm-hmm. as she finds him and it's like that entire first hour yeah is all the hey will you like train me <laughs> no, but like seriously, can you train me, bro? Just train me, bro, bro. Like, um, no, stop walking away from me. I need you to train me. Darkness, train me. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, power. What? I mean, let's see. So, train me, train me, train me. I won't train you. I won't train you. But please train me. Oh my God, power! I've never seen. Oh, wait, no, I saw this once. You learn of what? I mean, we know, but you learn of what happened with Kylo. Ben mm-hmm. and the the first order what you know his destruction there and then we switch to oh I guess the true beginning is rebels trying to escape after their planet was this you know when their base was found out well all right let's do it this way what what I mean, what glaring far... issues do you have with with the movie do you have any glaring issues with the movie? story wise or in general, story. Or... Well, I mean, my number one glaring issue was the way some of it was written. I I was kind of like the whole fucking sub story with Finn and what's that chick's name? Asian girl number four. <laughs> the, I'm that sorry, whole you played a good was spot. Fucking but... like pointless. Yeah, and Finn's character progression and and arc is literally a carbon copy of the first movie. And. I think Finn's on a bell curve. Really weirdly to say that, right? Because, you know, it makes character, sense. I mean, arcs, that's on, it, character arcs, like... arcs on a bell curve. He starts doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, literally in the beginning of the movie, he's in a bed. He's not doing anything. Yeah. And then he peaks to being, oh, you know, he's he's on the climb. I'm going to leave the ship. I'm going to do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is and what then, happened in the first movie. And then he peaks where he's like, oh, I have my identifying moment where she says, look closer. And I realized my purpose. And then we start the decline again where he once again gets captured by the Empire and no shit, he has to fight Phasma. And now we're just 
now he's nursing another sick female. Yeah. And now it is plateaued back out. Yeah, that he was is not it was not really Boyega didn't do anything bad, but it's no, just like he was the, the writing of it was Um Yeah, that was frustrating and that whole like crammed in there like love interest thing that she popped in like at the end there. It's like what the fuck? Like really that and then the, the real weird part about that is at the end of the movie when Ray's looking at Finn covering her in bed. Mm-hmm. She's might as well be dead at this point, actually, for what happened to her. And he's, you know, placing the blanket over her and, like, tucking her in. And Ray has that look of awe. Wait, that's not me. <laughs> like, <laughs> not jealousy, but. Yeah. Um, realis- almost, almost realization that she will potentially be on this journey alone. Yep. And then, um, what was the other weird shit that... It was irritating. I really enjoyed, like, the other thing that irritated me was R2-D2. Like, he's he's in the movie for, like, two seconds. I appreciate that he's the one that convinces Luke to do something. And I appreciate the way he does it. Yep. The but, immediate like, callback. he's in the movie for literally, like, those two minutes and that's it. Like, really. It's the like, fact that the Luke fuck? had to find him. Yeah, like, R2 was just powered down in the Millennium Falcon just chilling. Like he's the whole reason they found Luke to begin with. He's yeah. the reason he that's why he woke up in twenty fifteen and now he gets to the island and he's like, I don't need to go anywhere. I'll wait here. You guys figure it out. Um Some of the other writing there were just jokes and puns that seemed forced. Yeah, like really forced. The only humor that was good. Well, I I think I'm in the minority in this, but the only humor that I liked was Yoda's because like I you I expected him to be I, like that. I think Luke he, specifically for me, I think he almost got to too trickster gaudy, mm-hmm. where I'm like we're discussing a different religion at this point because he's I'm expecting you know him to be doing backflips. Then as he walks on his cane, it turns into a thing of flowers, and I'm like, <laughs> easy magician Yoda. Just with that scene on its own. You guys, if you don't need to, you don't need to watch the movie after you hear this conversation. <laughs> when that scene happens and we see the back of his head, him walking forward, that whole sequence is weird to me. Not There's not the that not were... the necessarily Yoda moment, but you're just watching him who has now gone white robed walk up to do a burning of a tree that he can't bring himself to do. But the entire that entire like moment is weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's what we know of Luke that he holds that as a very mm-hmm. the, the high regard of the sacred text and yada yada. And obviously, Yoda is much wiser, and he shows that yeah. in the way that he says things. But that moment just seemed weird. And it, the moment that we saw Yoda's head, I'm like, okay, it's all the ghosts that we saw. Mm-hmm. Obi's there, Mace is there. In theory, Anakin should be there. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I was, I mean, he, I was hoping for... It, technically, he wouldn't be there, but I mean, like, if you're really discussing the Force Ghosts that are going to show up to Luke, yeah, Anakin would show up. I was I was really hoping for Obi-Wan and just Obi-Wan, but then as I was Ewan. like... Or, but I mean, then Ewan it, as Obi-Wan. Yeah, it definitely makes more sense for it to be Yoda. It makes more sense for it to be Yoda and be him alone, but it was the moment... it The way that the conversation plays out after... Where he's just talking to him and stuff. Mm-hmm. If it had just been, if it had been Luke just lighting the thing on fire, mm-hmm. and then the group of them behind just you know nodding in approval and being there, yeah, 
one way to do it. Yeah. Having the confrontation with Yoda makes sense to not have the other people there. Mm-hmm. Because they wouldn't react the same way to his silliness that they knew. They knew him as a stoic, but, you know, powerful Jedi. All right. So, two parts of the movie. Okay. That were a bit strange for me. Bit of a bit of a stretch or a bit of a like a, I don't this is weird. The other joke R2. Yeah. Immediately. Oh yeah, that was great. The moment he's like cheap shot. I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then he's like, "Watch your language." Like that was good. Yeah. Um beep boop. Hey, hey. Mm, don't you beep me that way. Uh to raise raise uh plunge into the the seaweed butthole. Her plunge into the seaweed butthole was weird. That entire sequence was weird because I don't know yeah, I don't know enough of the was... lore to understand the infinite wa- wall that she was at. And I don't get like I think I understand what it was. Obviously that was just the dark side and mm-hmm. trying to k- get her there and yeah. get out of I thought it was like I thought I thought their intentions were to make it a play on destiny. Yeah. Like the whole idea that like any motion she done has come before her and will come after her, you right. know, like, um, I don't, I don't know, but that was just a weird sequence. And like the, the weird monologue that just is in the middle of that, where she's like, and I knew like, she yeah. says something, I can't remember what the fuck she said, but it's like, okay, that's awkward. The other thing that was kind of weird, kind of neat, Leia. I, and there's kind of, there's 15 into- things all about Leia that I can mention. Yeah, which segues into my some other weirdness with this movie. That's, I'm not necessarily sure if I think it's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, Leia's space magic flying was kind of weird. Yeah, can we all like we know she is sensitive, mm-hmm. but at no point did she ever survive getting exploded. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was kind of weird. Also, um, rip rip Akbar. Yeah, it was a trap. You're right. Yeah, should have listened. They did. Like, if you had a tarp, you would have been fine, but it was a trap. <laughs> um, yeah, which segues into the other thing, which is they did a bunch of things in this movie that we expected to happen later on, maybe in the next movie, obviously. Yeah. And they did a bunch of things. They didn't do a bunch of things that we thought were going to happen in this movie. I agree. Like, they didn't kill Leia, which was... Which is weird. I still don't understand why they didn't kill her. Mm-hmm. Like... They didn't. They had to have. If they did, if they weren't killing her because they went back and changed the movie, mm-hmm. then she she's got to die early in nine. Yeah, because there's no way they filmed enough of nine already mm-hmm. to keep her. Yeah, or and they're then, gonna CGI her up with sticks and have her walk around. But I have yeah. no idea. And then they they got rid of Luke and they got rid of Snoke. The, Which, I think, that the fact that they got rid of both of them at the same time. Makes total sense based on the overarching theme of that they're going with, which is balance of the force. You get rid of the one power, high power dude. You got to get rid of the other high power dude. Mm-hmm. But like, I we didn't. I don't think we anticipated it to happen in this movie. No, no, because the way that the the way everything was setting up is like the the and the way the movie ends. You're like, okay, we're going into a new trilogy. Wait, they only have one more episode to go in this trilogy. Mm-hmm. And even though I know the Ryan Johnson stuff and whatever. Yeah. But the. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Screw it. Let's talk about the Luke scene at the end. Mm-hmm. So it's the <laughs> first first time we're seeing forced projection. Yeah, which, quick side note, two things happen in this movie. Two things that pop up immediately that happen in this movie that are like straight out of like the expanded universe which is which hey disney you said it wasn't canon you liars which is what you're going to talk about now and the other thing was kylo's the force communication not the force communicate that's another thing though but um his like his manipulating snoke when he killed him where he was manipulating Snoke's ability against him, kind of, you know, like he was he was essentially just letting Snoke think he was doing one thing when he was doing the other. Yeah, he's just doing the one and doing everything. But I don't know if it's necessarily Kylo's ability. I mean, obviously it's Kylo's ability. He's turning the saber, mm-hmm. but well, that it's, act in it's, general is very much like an expanded universe Sith thing. Yeah, like, but it's also the it's the mind game situation mm-hmm. where. How many times have we seen Sith get blinded by something? Yeah. So now Snoke is just has this mo- the most power one of the clearly now at this point 
the second most powerful person in the galaxy, force wise, on the on the Jedi side, like Luke and then her mm-hmm. of of the known universe, not counting out a rim people and who knows where <laughs> Revan and his band of jackasses is, but dead I guess actually at this point, but <laughs> he is getting blinded by trying to exert his dominance on her in that situation. Yeah. And like you I can do all this stuff and yada yada. And Kylo's almost playing the child of like, I bet you can, bitch, kill later. Mm-hmm. Well that whole thing like where <clears throat> he was like peering into Kylo's mind and, and seeing what his intentions were. And he was Then that's as I see using the ha- like, you know, he was Fooling them essentially, yeah. which I was like, okay, that's so much of it. That's it's su- so like that happens in like so many it's, different books. It's super EU'd and it's super EU expanded universe. Yeah. It's super EU'd and it's the training that I can't remember who had to go under it, but of like separating their mind. Yeah. So there is the what I will let you see, and then there's a wall, and then there's what I'm doing. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna only let you read this much into me, mm-hmm. and yeah, everything you want me to do is doing it. But hey, you're dead later. Yeah. But then the force communication. So the force communication thing I think is interesting. Mm-hmm. We'll st- I'll start there before I get to the projection. Yeah. The communication is interesting with Kylo and Ray talking to each other. And Snoke saying he's doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, kind of. If that was the case, then he could how, how would he know where... Like, there was no he way he was reaching Ray Because if he was reaching Ray he knows where Luke is. Yeah, that was that was the kind of the big plot hole there. So, so if, if he, he might, can do that, then he already has all the answers he needs. Right. And as typical with the Sith, we have all the answers, but, you know, we have a giant hole in the Death Star. So, <laughs> whatever. Um, or a flux capacitor that yeah. gets rid of the active tracking. The The thing about the force communication that was the most interesting is the way that it like the locations and stuff that they were flipping it on Mm -hmm. interesting and then the moment where they're about to touch hands in her hut Mm -hmm. and kylo's there because he not only had force communicated he had started to project himself yeah and luke saw him and and that's why when luke saw him he's like oh no we ain't doing this later <laughs> and blows it away mm-hmm. but or i guess they do touch in that situation because that's when she comes out screaming about you know, what actually happened yeah um so that communication is interesting but snoke says he did it mm-hmm. and then right after he says that dies they do it again so it's the it's either the immediate realization by both of them that they are powerful enough to do it or that once again as we all know, the Force is an overarching thing that connects all of us. Yeah. And so when you have that moment, you have that moment. Yeah. Because um... she's on the ship leaving with everybody. Mm-hmm. And he's got his father's... Ne- or not necklace. Uh, uh, the dice. Dice, yeah. In his hand. Which mm-hmm. also forced disappear. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, interesting. Yeah, because Luke was projecting those as well. Luke but, has them, but was he? He yeah. Because, well, Luke doesn't have them. He's gone. He did have. He took them from the Millennium Falcon, though. He took them from the Falcon, but gave them to Leia. He wasn't ever there. He was making a projection of the. So where dice. The did he leave those then? They're with him. In the afterlife? No, like they're physically on the island with him still. Okay, because I well, we well, see his not. we see his well we see his cape fly away. Mm-hmm. So when he. 
that he was he projecting probably, he them. probably shrined them because okay so all right projection time real quick <laughs> we see force projection show up early mm-hmm. with the kylo thing yep and we see it happen with other people as well mm-hmm. but then luke slowly starts realizing hey i'm a badass and like not not realizing he's a badass he knows he's a badass numerous times he calls himself a legend <laughs> and guys i'm a legend right. <laughs> pretty much and we get to the point where he goes to, back to the rock where he was training ray and he puts his hands down where he's reaching back out to the force specifically to leia yep because he had blocked himself off so hard from the force then he brings himself to it acknowledges leia they have that little moment and then whatever training he went after after the conversation with yoda and everything like that of just meditation and bringing himself back and he's like, there's only one way this works. It's to acknowledge that Ray is the next uh, Jedi badass. I don't know what to call her. The next last Jedi. Well, the next last <laughs> Jedi. That's what I was going to say. But I was like, he says that he's not the last Jedi. And I'm like, okay, well, so she might be the last Jedi. But, like, you know, that's not the way that it's going to be. The way that they ended with the kid showing his ring. Mm-hmm. Like. That's the, she's not the last Jedi either. So when he realizes, essentially, when he realizes he can leave and he, that he's done his part, he has the conversation of seeing where she knows she needs to be, yada yada yada. Because you know that he was probably potentially watching through her during the Snoke fight. He might have been witnessing that. Yeah, I guess he could have, yeah. He could have forced his way in there. <laughs> Get it? Force joke. And witness that. But the end projection where he has put his entire, like the amount of energy and concentration that took him to do, he shows up in the in the base, which he had to find them too. That's the other part about that force projection. He had to connect to somebody, probably Leia, to figure out where they were first. Because he didn't know where they were. Mm-hmm. He stayed on the island the entire time. And there was no communication back and forth that they would end up on that planet after their ship situation. So anyway, he shows up in the cave. He walks outside. And also, weird part, catch, catch my drift here. He's not actually there. Spoiler. This entire thing is spoilers. He's not actually there. So he fake gives Leia things she can't hold. I mean, she can't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But when she's having that moment with him, right there, she realizes he's not there. Yeah. And the mind-blowing leader she is doesn't say a damn thing. Because the moment she does, everybody's like, well, what's that going to do? You know, it, mm-hmm. you see, the hope situation. Yeah. He walks out, takes a shit ton of cannon fire, goes, what's up, bitches? Walks forward, fights Kylo, fights. Kylo realizes it's not actually Luke because he's just projecting himself. And then he vanishes. Luke has now fulfilled his purpose and disappears. Mm-hmm. I appreciated the homage. Did you, I don't know if you noticed, but the homage to the twin sons of Tatooine. I didn't no, no, notice it to the twin sons. I took a different meaning. Okay. 
because so, the the hope conversation mm-hmm. was that there's you know to say that you only see sunlight when there's you know that there's only a sun when you see it situation mm-hmm. with the hope discussion yeah the dual sun i w- it looked like one was setting because as you're watching it the the clouds are coming over in the first scene yeah i was like yes the sun is setting and there's another one rising it is it is the, yeah. the removal of luke to the mm-hmm. rise of ray so my favorite scene in any movie of all time is the tatooine double sun the tatooine twin sun scene where luke's standing over the moisture farm and like the music plays oh okay and like they did that was the you know they did that scene essentially played that iconic music show the dual sons and then you know i was like oh they're doing it they did it um yeah yeah and then yeah i'm gonna take a i'm gonna take a stab at insulting somebody the way that Snoke's room looked was shitty. It was unimaginative. For what I would expect, I mean, don't get me wrong, you look at the Emperor's room before, Mm. it's not much better, because they're just unimaginative people. I like power, make it red. Mm -hmm. What is another color? Black, I don't care, move on. Like, have some, you know, have somewhat of a King Dick throne room, right? <laughs> the entire thing, there's a specific shot where it looks like it's coming from behind Ray's feet back into the left a little bit. Right? And she's first, when she's brought there, and she's still handcuffed. Before the handcuffs are undone. And she's standing there, and there's like a shot down to show Snoke, the machine that he's using to show her later mm-hmm. of the stuff, and the Royal Guards behind it. I'm like, holy shit. This is now painfully obvious that you're on a giant green screen stage now i obviously yeah no shit that's what they have to film this on i shouldn't be able to look at the shot and go i can see this badly like like it's very clear yeah where the moment they go into the fight which they're clearly on a green screen still the moment they're fighting looks awesome There's no that shot, just that that one moment. I'm just like, ah. and then Snoke. For what we see of him, every time up until what's going on, but every time we see him, up until we actually see him, and he stands up. I'm like, ah. it wasn't you know, it didn't yeah. have the power, <laughs> the powerful like impact I wanted it to. He was, um, I was actually. Like I really enjoyed um, Snoke's. Well, I guess it'd be Andy Serkis's performance as Snoke. Like I liked the way that he spoke when he was like berating Kylo and stuff like that. I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, Max has joined us. Yeah, third third leg of the podcast here. Um, <laughs> Somebody's got it. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there was just like I don't know. I don't want to just shit on the movie the whole time, but uh, but we could praise it. There are definitely situations. Oh yeah, it. there's that. I like I liked a ton of shit on it. It's just like it. It might be one of I take away the shot that I just complained about. Looks amazing. Yeah, that scene, the scene where they they jump the ship jumps through the other ship and yeah. it splits it when they jump I, through. I, um, I loved their ship. I love their cinematography. I love the fact that they just cut to no sound when they showed that. There okay. 
I loved that, and once again, hated the theater we were in. Oh, yeah. Because they cut to no sound for a reason. So let them have the reason. Mm-hmm. And then you're in the background, one guy. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> like, dude, stop. But that was awesome. I mean, typical, you're going to have it. That character annoyed the shit out of me. Because it's, you know. It's just it's, she got, she did what she was supposed to do, and then it was just the the like inner fighting of her and Poe. Yeah, like the that was that's probably if I had to pick a single thing that irritated me the most about the movie, it was the combination of the fact that they tried to cram so many characters in, and in that process, they there's no character development for people. There should be character development. Can we also discuss that the entire movie, save for less than thirty minutes, maybe took place in space. Yeah, a lot of it was in, in space. Otherwise, we're on land twice. The beginning, when everybody's leaving the planet to go up to the... Take all the transports out. The island. And the base fight. Mm-hmm. That's it. We're in space the entire... Okay, I guess uh, the planet that they go to to get the Codemaster. Yeah. Casino planet or whatever. We... Which wasn't Kurosawa? The story arc was just fucking like, stupid. That wasn't Kurosawa? Like, yeah. The Codemaster thing? Like, yeah. what? A, like, I, that's what irritates me. It's like, that's supposed that... to be one of the big characters in the new trilogy. And they fucking sidelined him on some stupid Aaron quest where right. he literally, and they just repeated his freaking story arc from the first movie. And then, like, they have Poe with his, like, we got to develop Poe into a leader. But it was like the mo- it was just, it was just stupid. That part of it was stupid. That yeah, math. the whole, the whole only in space thing was painful from the rebel side, because on the rebel side they're only on the one ship the entire time. Don't get me wrong; you're only on the one ship on the the cis side too. But because of how large Snoke's ship is, you don't realize for a while that you're on the same ship the entire. Time. That hangar shot, which is in the trailer, mm-hmm. where you are in. Yeah, I guess one of the hangar bays. Mm-hmm. And they just have AT-ATs in the ceiling. Yeah. So like, holy shit, there's a lot of room in here. And like, that was awesome. But then you hit the Rebel stuff, and you're like, oh, look, they're in the command. You know, they're on the they're on the bridge. <laughs> oh, look, they're in a transport. It's weirdly still white, and everybody's still sitting down. Oh, we're in a different room on the cruiser that's still white and unimaginated oh, all right <laughs> uh i guess we should talk about things we liked instead of shitting on the. all right let's talk about things we liked like i said stunning visuals audio mm-hmm. like quality yep. the technical I, aspect of the movie mm-hmm. great i really enjoyed the the relationship between kylo and uh ray i thought that whole like i thought it developed well yeah because it was it's still Mm-hmm. For the two people trying to figure out who each other are still, mm-hmm. I think it still ended on a good note, and I think it still started on a good note. And even every time they talked in the middle, was good. Yeah. Because it wasn't, it was Ray, and it was mostly from Ray's side, because while we know Kylo's struggles and how the Snoke kill specifically is him trying to vindicate and remove things that are bugging him, the Ray not backing down. Yeah, and not being timid, mm-hmm. and challenging him 
helps both of them. Yeah. And it goes really well. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting. And the one thing that I'm super curious about in the next movie is Hux and, and uh, Kylo and how... Hux gonna... and Kylo's relationship. I said it after the movie to you, but I was like, we are now in a... The odd couple. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty much the odd couple. It, especially with a quip at the end. Do you think you got him? <laughs> I was like, well, I mean... I do, and then he walks forward, and he's like, "Well, shit, all right." The uh... I did appreciate. I, I I generally like the surprises and the fact that they switched it up a little bit. With like, they, I mean, it was kind of anticlimactic, but it was cool that they just fucking off Snoke, like essentially three quarters of the way through the movie. Like, nah, we kill him. Yeah, he's not an issue anymore. Um, as much as I did shit on the jokes before. I appreciated it having a humor. Yeah. I the caretakers on the island yeah. and Ray's just constantly fucking with them on accident. Great. Mm-hmm. The R2 thing, great. A couple of the other ones, funny. Like the the fin on the cart. Well, he's like, I can't feel my teeth. It's like <laughs> entertaining. It's funny. But then there's the other ones where I'm just like, ah, we're not talking about bad things. So decent, decent, decently good humor. The fighting was done really well. Yeah, it was, to see it was to see the specifically in the Royal Guard fight because I think it's one of the, it's probably the best fight we see. Mm-hmm. I was almost going to argue that the only fight we see, but it's not. Is it? No, it's the grandest fight we see. Mm-hmm. I you know what I liked about that fight though was it it, it showed you the potential of Kylo and Ray working together. And it was like, oh, yeah. the the moment they had that they had the back to back, and I'm like, oh, are we about to reach a? I can't remember what the name of the movie I wanted to is. The Mister, it's a Mister and Mrs. Smith situation, mm-hmm. but with lightsabers instead of an arsenal of complete of weapons, and they're just like shooting over each other's shoulders and doing all that stuff. The time that it got slightly weird as is as they start getting separated again. Yeah, and Ray gets into her solo fight, and Kyle gets into a one v three. Which, I mean, bail us well, out however you want, Royal Guards. I understand who you're more angry at right now, but... The... <laughs> the um, What was interesting about that fight and when they separated, though, was they made a point to show that Rey and, like, and Kylo kept checking in on each other. They made a point to do that, and they also made a point to understand that Rey is not a fighter with a saber yet. Mm-hmm. If she had had her staff, she would have been better off she would have still been outmatched because their weapons are better in the Royal Guard yeah, than, her, right, than her garbage staff is. But she's that double blade lightsaber. She could probably wield it. I know the argument is that Darth Maul was the only one that was. Yeah. Fuck I, guess fuck what? All right. Fuck I'm guy. really betting that that might be the beginning of. Well, this is because the saber breaks. Yeah. They That's, rip it. They literally rip it. When in they half. rip it in half, it's like, well, now she needs to make a new one. So what better than to go back to what she was practiced at fighting with mm-hmm. and is still a saber that she wants to have. Yeah. Oh, a double-bladed one. Later. That's my sound effect. It would be a good match to... To Kylo's triple-bladed. Yeah, his little fucking <laughs> cross-blade <laughs> thing and his style of fighting. Um, but not only do they keep, they keep checking in at each other, they show that he is an accomplished fighter, uh, albeit brute-style mm-hmm. accomplished fighter because of his training. And you still see Ray's innocence as she's learning, like when Which she ha- when she has the drop moment 
to mm-hmm. finally like you know I'll drop this and come up and get yeah but you have Kylo who is the experienced fighter from the, from the training and Ray who cut a rock in half like <laughs> yeah that was that was that scene was really really uh, satisfying really gratifying to watch it the rock in half part no the, oh no the, the, the fight scene where they're fighting together and like they're like I don't know I almost I almost feel like it's a tease like it's a tease to see them trying to work together and like it'd be an interesting thing to do to somehow end the trilogy in a way where they end up like on the same side and in, in not like, you know, the classic good kills evil work with me. Mm -hmm. We, I said on the same side, I didn't say, I didn't say, I know what you said. And I (laughs) I, I'm picking specifically on the words you said. Mm -hmm. I know you chose deliberately and I will take that deliberately and run with it. But before I get there, the whole reason I wanted to call it the fighting, you see it in the originals in the in four, five, and six, and one, two, and three are two very, very different styles. Not only are the people older in four, five, and six mm-hmm. and younger in one, two, and three, but you have <clears throat> little expanded universe <sighs> nonsense. Is uh, Anakin Darth Vader specifically changes up his lightsaber style because he can't fight the same way, and he's right, mm-hmm. which is, I think it's. It's but it's almost, the same of Obi Wan, but that's just because he's older yeah, than four. Exactly, and like I feel like they obviously Kylo intentionally is more brute force because An- Vader was all about brute force, like right because they refuse to acknowledge Anakin. Mm-hmm. the The thing that I say there is it's you remember the is it ah, I'm not racist is it a Japanese fighting style that they base like four, five, and six off of when they're training. It's that strong, like double-handed moves, mm-hmm. and you know everything's yeah. strong power. Mm-hmm. Where you hit one, two, and three, and it's about finesse and being deft with your weapon. Where it's one hand and you're twirling everything around. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look, at, I mean, Grievous is a robot. I understand, but he has four weapons that are just spinning like propellers. I know he's a robot, but like you know, go with me here. He's just spinning things and they're jumping all around and having all this fun. I mean, even Yoda is. And one, two, and three, and he's older than everybody. Mm-hmm. Force jumping, but who cares? Then you get to the the stronger style of fighting, and then you immediately see the combination of the two healthy balances the entire time throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Of like, you didn't CGI everything like one, two, and three, yeah. but you didn't make it boring to watch like four, five, and six. Yeah, four, five, even, and six saber fights. Sorry, not entertaining. Even that little scuffle that Ray and Luke has in that. On the one planet there. Yeah, when they're on the island. Luke actually, like, I don't know if they had a stunt double do his work for him, but he was, like, surprisingly nimble. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you're doing pretty good. I mean, technically, they did put his back to the shot. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I don't care. You're doing good. I like what I watch. (laughs) Um, What was I going to I was going to transition into something. Uh, So, we see the, the... Bounty Hunter. We'll call him Bounty Hunter. Do we know who he is? Are we talking about the Codemaster guy? We're talking about Snake Boy. I call him Snake Boy because he does the flick tongue thing every time he talks on certain letters, if you noticed. Oh, you're talking about. The same guy. It's the guy you're talking oh, about. Oh, the code. code. Okay, yeah, yeah. He has Codemaster. A... He's not the actual Codemaster, but. The code. He's got the, the tech. He's got the. Uh... Yeah, it's, it's not. It's kind of a stutter. Yeah. But it's more of a. I guess it is a stutter. It's just different in everybody. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like he's 
doing what you would hear in a Harry Potter Slytherin moment, mm-hmm. where they're doing like, like he just, he's flicking his tongue on certain letters. Yeah. So, he, we're gonna go to an Empire at War situation. Star Wars Empire at War, the DLC. Play the game if you haven't. It's really old, but whatever. And then we're gonna get to oldie but a goodie. We're gonna get to Star Wars: The Old Republic moment. Mm-hmm. Sounds weird, I know, but yeah, that's hear cool. me out. Clearly, he's showing up in th- in um, in nine. Yeah, the the entire dialogue means that he shows up in nine. Mm-hmm. To what extent? It could just be him going like, "Hey, I got money for you." Like eh, whatever, or you know. Leia dies. Ray becomes the leader of the the Rebel Alliance. She needs to buy things. Well, guess what? I know a guy that can sell us stuff. Him. Yeah. Cameo situation. But Kylo and Ray neutralize third faction. Yeah. See, third faction to the trade, mm-hmm. almost to the Trade Federation side. I mean, I just use him as the third faction obvious, and the Trade Federation is the mm-hmm. Empire War reference where it's. I'm on the same... Taryn somebody? That's... Taryn Card. Taryn Card. (laughs) (laughs) High five for that one. I was happy you remembered that because I couldn't remember his name. His last name, anyway. It's it's that level where he's like... He is the badass in that situation. Mm -hmm. He's he's a badass in the whole expanded universe. Right. And he's a bad... I I know him from that reference. I don't... Mm -hmm. You know. My EU knowledge is limited to the video games that I played to get there, which is why it was great playing Mm -hmm. The Old Republic with you because I'm like, what's going on right now? Oh, this... Which, can we get back, like, the death people? Like, they need to have a Council of Six. We gotta get back to that game. Anyway. <laughs> they hit that level of, like, Terran Carr. Like, but the older public reference is, you remember, the kids. The two yeah, the brothers. Two. Mm-hmm. And it's them ruling the galaxy. Which sets up the end of Nine. And this new trilogy that Ryan Johnson is working on to be like a slight offshoot. Now, it would be weird because you have casted young people to push Star Wars forward mm-hmm. to remove them and do something different. But if you do the they leave and then you have just the the rebels and uh, the Empire become a like skirmish situation because then mm-hmm. it's Hux versus Finn, yeah. Finn and Poe. Like, okay, you guys fight it out. Like, Or I guess Hux versus Poe because Finn just does whatever he wants every single movie. Or whatever somebody tells him to, pretty yeah. much. He's a wild card, kind of. Wild card. So he does that. And then they go on and kind of remove themselves from the situation. Yellow Sabres. Because, you know, come on. We're talking about Trade Federation. Go yellow. Trade Federation has already been involved in 1, 2, and 3. And screwing everything up there. Mm-hmm. So why not just screw it all up again? Yeah. I, I'm kind of in a similar... I it would be it interesting. I don't think it'll happen, vein. but it'd be interesting. Yeah. Um and the reason it, it reminds me the the relationship reminds me a lot of uh the Jason Jaina solo brother sister relationship. Mm. One that we do not see. Yeah, which is expanded universe, obviously. It's um, not canon, man. I know, but they seem I to know, be pulling a lot of ideas from canon. But like What if we did this it, that we said wasn't canon? It'd be They'd interesting, it. um, if there was a third faction that throw that shows up, like and you know, there is a unity thing that happens, that type of thing. And it, it are, just we, are we still also? That. That's the other question. Are we still in the discussion that we don't technically know who's Ray, who Ray's parents are? Well, they're nobodies. 
All right, Kylo. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like we we te- don't know we, we don't know who Snoke is. We technically don't know who he was. So he must be just a random dude too. Yeah, it's wasn't it? Oh God. All right, take me through the rumor mill. It was his potentially was Palpatine. Yeah, potentially Palpatine, and then but like, didn't he, wasn't there also that he potentially had trained Palpatine? Yeah, but Palpatine um, had said that he had killed his master, but he was also known liar. Yeah, well, his master was the one that knew how to cheat death. Was the thing, and it right? Was, uh, and he had said he had killed him, what the but fuck it's like was his name. Um, fuck, that's gonna drive me nuts. I know we're, we're gonna get. There's a book, Plagueis, Darth Plagueis. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a book. I, I was gonna say like I, 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 I or read something. That. I didn't read that one. Anyways, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. It just distinctly reminds me and, and of the whole thing. And then like, there's the. I don't know if there was an arc in the expanded universe with the um, these like aliens that show up from a different galaxy, uh-huh. um, and it kind of causes a lot of issues, obviously, because they they basically just wreck well, yeah, they're foreign immigrants. Get them. They're 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 here <laughs> illegally. Kill them all and get out. All right, that's not how I stand. Um, that's not how I stand. America, relax. It would be interesting too. Like, and they, they seem to be focusing a lot on the whole idea of balance of the force. Yeah, they they made it pretty so like balancey. It wouldn't make sense for them to end the trilogy with one of them being killed or whatever. Or leaving. They would yeah. both have to die or both leave. Yeah. Or both just continue fighting. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of like a... That's, those are all boring endings. But the way that we ended this movie, mm-hmm. which is well, which is Rebels escaping, mm-hmm. the Kylo idea. showing up and going, damn it. And then we have a forced communication mm-hmm. and Ray and Kylo both go... Hey, scene episode nine, bitch. And then they I'm leave. Gonna, I'm going to make this political, but it'd be interesting if Disney was like, if they, they did that and the whole idea was uh, they were looking at it from a political lens. And they're oh. like, all right, we're going to have these two people meet in the middle. And then they both become like essentially gray. That's why they all take the red gray ball. Jedi. You have like, you know, Kylo who skews towards the dark side of Ted. And you have light or Ray who skews towards the light side of Ted, you know, like. Yeah. So they all get purple lightsabers. Yep. Um. Mm. Hey, Mace, what's up? But the them leaving to a uh, to a third faction, I think, would be really interesting and really uh, risky. Yeah, from a business. I mean, well, that's um, the thing. Is what's like, his name? You... Um, what's right. his name? Came back for ten, for nine. Mm-hmm. As it stands now, what's his though? Name? Who came the, back for nine? We who's directing nine? It's it's JJ again. Thank you. I, I could not get to J.J. Abrams. Um, had like as it stands now, we we know that everyone's contracts are for three movies. Right. Obviously, it could be extended. They and we know that there are supposed to be three more movies, mm-hmm. I think, along with TV shows, according to the new Ryan yep. Johnson deal. Mm-hmm. Which are supposedly, as of this moment, standalone. But we, right, know, our, we only know what they tell us. Right. So it's hard for me to These think, aren't the series the next sequel you're looking for. Yeah. It's hard for me to see them. This is my issue with everything. It's really hard for me going through the movie we just went through. It's really hard for me to see them wrapping this up in one fucking movie. And I'm really hoping we don't we don't do a episode 9 part 1 and part 2. Yeah, that don't just don't. It it doesn't make sense to wrap it up in one movie unless they both leave. If they both if it's the movie is as long as this one was, that by the middle of it, they could both be agreeing to leave. Yeah, but they still wouldn't solve the issue unless they just kind of, unless they which issue, which issue part <clears throat> balance part. It would solve the balance, balance is still stored. The balance would be fine 
if they basically just decided to be hermits and, and pull an Obi-Wan and Yoda situation where they just go off onto a planet and just literally don't do anything for the rest of their lives. But I mean, I'm saying even if they went, even if they went third faction, mm-hmm. it's still balanced. Yeah. Now I understand the you now have the two most powerful people technically in the Jedi in the universe over there, but mm-hmm. the weird everything. Who? Well, my God, we don't know. I was gonna say who's still alive. We don't know expanded universe as much as they want to pull because there are still. Thrawn. Is he still alive? I don't know. He's in the he's in the rebels, and he was he pulled they pulled him from the expanded universe. It'd be really bizarre. Well, unless they just keep him in Rebels, it'd be kind of stupid because he's a cool character. Yeah, but whatever, fuck it. But that's there. There are those other. These I, these are not the last two Force using people in the world. Yeah, or the gal- to, whatever the galaxy. I can't foresee them. It's just weird. Like, how would you bring in? How would you bring in a third faction, that, but also wrap the movie up, wrap it up in one movie? Like, the way you be, have to bring in the third faction is it has to be the Smuggler Boy, it has to be Code Boy. I guess, but it, like it's how... the, the it's the only per the I mean, this is assuming we're saying there's three, three factions and well, pfft. the only way he's the only character that's like true in true neutral in the side war because it's just money. So the only way that he happens is Finn somehow breaks off and finds him, and then that thing happens, and they come back with the third faction. Yeah, it's just hard for me to imagine a way that they could create a conflict that would warrant having a third faction. A third faction. Well, it would have to be the situation of when they're discussing who's buying what, and he goes, oh, look, he sold all these stuff to the bad guys and to the good guys. And it's, it's like that line there is... Finn then being indecisive of, well, why are the rebels buying stuff from you know, there might that could start something. It'd be, I mean, you're pushing, yeah. But the other part, do we actually we don't actually see anybody show up from the outer rim? No, that was the whole thing. Is that they said everyone, a bunch of people received the signal but didn't respond, but didn't respond because they assumed it was over. Now that Ray has mantled up, maybe they didn't respond because they couldn't because they were busy with a third faction. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh, they might, you know, they might do the everybody heard us. We ain't doing this. Mm-hmm. We'll just let you guys die out and we'll fight whatever we got to fight with. Well, now it might be the you see the kid at the end turns the ring to rebels mm-hmm. and is like. The rebel isn't the rebel alliance isn't dead yet. Moment, like you know, I'm in a van down by the river, but they're clearly not done. The alliance, so it took that spark, and then everybody's going to hear of Ray that on the outer rim that hasn't heard of her, and start coming, which will bring other force people out of the closet. You would assume, and yeah. not, not even out of the closet, but if they were the Obi Wan and Yoda situation where they just kind of like fuck off. Mm-hmm. Now they went, wait a second. I sense a, a great power in the force, and they just come back. Why did I do? I didn't, I did Nixon there. <laughs> you did. I was like, okay, Richard Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a crook. But like, <laughs> tricky dick. It, I don't know. A third faction seems iffy. But that being said, go watch the movie. 
I definitely think it's worth watching. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It was, it was. How much money do I owe you? Um, dude. Okay. So I was going to bring this up, but, um, <laughs> cause I thought it was interesting. So we went to opening night for star Wars. They had awesome seats. It was a decent experience as far as the theater small, goes. Small theater. Small okay. theater. We'll, we'll say it was not a small super theater. crowded or anything crazy. Not Other than the seats, not high quality. Yeah. There was a crack in the screen. Yeah. Or at least weird. a tear. I mean, there was, it wasn't that How bad. Much? It was just like a one light row mm-hmm. was really bright. And the only reason I no- noticed is because I sat at an angle. And I it saw wasn't, it, too. it wasn't, I know, because you were at the angle with me. Yeah. But like Sam didn't see it because mm-hmm. he's dead onto the thing. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't. It was a problem on the screen, not the projector. That's what I was going to say. Is I wonder if it was like a crease on the screen. I don't know if it was necessarily a crease or if there had just been like something had run down it at one point. Mm, like they were cleaning it or something. Yeah, like they tried to clean it and they just mm. didn't get it the right spot. So the stuff just glistens. Yeah. Um, tickets were only $8.50. Really? Yeah. I know Rome's always been cheaper. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of goes with the Suck it, Rome. You're a shitty city. You're the, you're the what? Armpit of, uh. Well, I guess the world. Oh, I thought you had. I, th- I thought that's what the whole thing was. Yeah, I it's, the armpit, it's the armpit of the world. world. Yeah. Well, you could say whatever. Armpit in New York. Armpit of the U.S. It's the armpit. It's the Let's armpit. just go with the world. Yeah, the armpit. I mean, so I knew they were always cheaper there. Mm-hmm. It was always just for me. Here's the thing. For though. me, working over in that area, it's easier. Mm-hmm. But I it think was I'm gonna like, go if there. I was if I was home right now. Mm-hmm. Would you see? Here's my thing. Here's my debate on this: is I think I'm going to go there more often now because it's, it's not you. as crowded. Not really. You not can for- hop right on 49. You got your back door. The here. marquee is literally two minutes away. No, I mean like in comparison for me to go to oh, Rome yeah, or yeah. the marquee. Yes, I, I know. Think, literally, you can walk to the marquee, but I think I'm going to go there more often simply because they have comfy seats. It's cheaper, and there's significantly less people there. Yeah. The other, it. the other discussion I would say is if you could really hold off with Levi. Mm-hmm. We go to Syracuse. Do IMAX? Either try to get an IMAX showing, or somewhere in Syracuse, I believe there is. Oh yeah, they like an that. Alamo Draft yeah, House situation yeah, yeah. where we you can do eat, that. We should eat do and that. watch. Like that would yeah. be and drink. Do they have drinks? I think so. Yeah. What the fuck's it called? I, I someone said they were going there. It's like um, I want to say it's something tavern, movie tavern. I think is might be what it's called. It's something like that. Yeah. We're gonna have to look into that. Um, watch the fucking movie. It's yeah. good. We did shit on it a lot. It's just because we're hardcore fans. Yeah, and Matt smokes me every time we talk about it, and I love it. There is nothing more that I love than being talked to or talked about things that somebody is passionate about. I've said that before. It's the same. I got a couple buddies that know WoW lore that I get into a conversation, dude, and yeah. they are just like, well, there's also this situation. and But they're not snobby about it. They're just like, oh, well, there's this and this and this. And I'm like, fuck. Like when we were playing the Old Republic, and we we finished our characters without doing the raid or whatever that we had to do, but it was at that council, the Dark Council. What the hell yeah. is their name? That they're Deathbringers. I don't know. There had to be five or six of them or something. Yeah, the I can't. It's remember not the Council of Death, called. but yeah, it was something like that. It was like, but they had to have like five or six people. Otherwise, they would collapse or they would just destroy the world or something because of the way that they had tuned into the force yeah they they were like balancing something and it was just like yeah it's like if it becomes imbalanced then everything you know will die situation and it's just like that's cool it's fun stuff the uh god if you love star wars go watch the movies 
play the damn Old Republic. Yes, it's free. I'll tell you right now, it's not good free. Um, it's free honestly, to download. Play all the old games. I mean, even the play gym. all the old games. Yeah, but I think if you want the non non movie stories, mm-hmm. yeah. So I would say the old Republic. I mean, they still do the deal where you get it's like two months, right? Two months for thirty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Still... I would I would do that, and then you could you could blow through it in two months. Like if you're oh yeah, you get um if you do if you pay and get the. Hold on. Welcome to a two-hour podcast. If you pay and get the uh, the two months, that it gives you experience bonus in-game that you don't have to do any side quests. Like, you will level up exactly fine with just doing your class quest the entire way up because you're playing a story of your class. And because there's so much XP bonus, you don't have to do a side quest. You do not have to walk over and kill 15 chickens. Like, Unless there's a story reason for you to do it, you don't have to do it. There's a lot to do in that game. 15 chickens. That's the first thing I could think of. That being said, the casino stuff was... Whatever. I'm not going to actually go completely back to the movie. Casino Planet was interesting. Whole, no reason to be there. Yeah. But was... the the race animal, like the horses were awesome. Yeah, they looked cool. The cat horses. I don't even know what to call those things. <laughs> uh, they were cool. And like the the casino as a whole was cool. I don't think it holds a candle to the cantina. But it, I think it was just because of the shot. Like they show almost an Ocean Eleven or whatever scene as they're skimming across the top of all the tables. Yeah. And like people are kind of parting ways for the camera. And I'm like, cool, but you could have shown me a zoomed out 45 degree angle shot from like a balcony over the top of that. And it would have looked way more impressive. It's funny you say that. I'm glad you said that. Cause I, I drove me nuts that what you saw of that place was always like really narrow shots. It was super narrow shots. And it was almost as if they had put a GoPro on a chest as like on somebody's chest mm-hmm. as they were running out of there and stuff, because that's about the height that they bring you down to. Yeah. Like there's all these, there's you're no higher than bar height almost at any point during any of mm-hmm. those things. You, it, I think it definitely the movie definitely has like a different style to it. Like when J.J. Abrams did The Force Awakens, I think he was very specific to like shoot it in the style that the original trilogy was shot, right? With like the same type of angles, same type of equipment, all that good stuff. Whereas I don't think they adhere adhered to that on this one because it's there's some weird fucking shots in there that aren't like. In, in well, Star Wars movies. And I think I think the I've beaten this idea to death, but I think with the the fighting style and how you see both, mm-hmm. I think he was really trying to not not excessively because he doesn't shove it down your throat, but try to bring the old with the new and try to combine them into yeah. a marry it a little bit. Uh, yeah. Just be like they're they're different, but we can we can mm-hmm. make some of these things mm-hmm. work. Yeah, that I mean, that's kind of true with the whole idea of the movie, too, because there was a lot of space magic in this one. There was a lot of space magic, and... Oh, God. Am I going to get a shit? Did they remake Episode 6? Hmm? Did they almost, like, remake Episode 6? Uh, the... Parts? Yeah. Because you reach the end, and Snoke's dead, a.k.a. the Emperor, and Luke's dead, who, in that situation at that point, is Vader... 
Yeah, it's and Luke takes up the mantle. Ray takes up the mantle. The dark side goes quiet. Well, we all know that there's people behind him. Like it, not necessarily six. Maybe I mean six and five. I feel like they tried to put They're six, like, six and five, and went. We can fit this into a movie. Yeah, that was it. That I'm was like, kind. Of, that was kind mm. of it. They're like, let's cram this all in here. We'll do something new on that last one. Well, but not bad. Yeah. Really good. But I think we actually set nine. I think they set nine up to not be able to be compared to the prequels or the originals. Yeah, yeah. I think they burned out the re- repetition of four, five, and six now. And there's no way anybody in their right mind would try to go. What if we crammed episode one through three in it? Because everybody would just go, <laughs> "You're an idiot. Get out of my studio." We're gonna put Jar Jar in the last one. I would still love a cameo from those people. Or just boss ass. It would just be hysterical. They don't. Have, they don't have to be in there long. They don't have to be like. I think Jar Jar was just in the movie too long. Yeah, yeah. I think that's. True. I think that's the biggest problem with everybody. Like, oh, he's an idiot. Well, yeah, no shit. But if he was just there and he was just like, oh, Annie Misa or something, and then it was just like, all right, cool, get away from me, weird space dude. I got stuff I got to do. I'm a child that needs to fly this plane like a boss. Like that, they can bring. I mean, they're pretty much all dead at this point, but they could bring them back in a just funny situation. Not even Jar Jar, but like Jar Jar's grandkids. I don't know. I think it. I think it would be hysterical to see Jar Jar's Force Ghost. Oh, Jesus. Real deep. (laughs) Jar Jar was Force sensitive. We're too deep. Pull out. All right. We'll pull out. This is uh, this is the end of the podcast now. Yeah. You, uh, if you made it to this point, I'm sorry. Still go watch the movie. If you also made it to this point and you didn't, and you skip past the spoiler part, I don't have anything else for you. Humble deals are the same as last week. Still the racing deal. Still the uh, monthly deal. And uh, the odd cast is still going, adding games each day. So uh, deal-wise, is there anything that legally you can talk about? Uh, <laughs> no, there's, there's really I know not. I say I mean, legally, but I'm not sure if that actually is illegal or not to do. I feel like uh, game sale, games are on sale more often this holiday season, so might as well take advantage of it. I still have to get Assassin's Creed. I just remember that. Definitely take advantage of that, and if you play almost any game, their winter mode is probably live now through the end of, Dece- or through the, through the end of December. Overwatch's Christmas mode went live, or holiday mode went live. I don't care. Whatever. Holiday mode went live. Fortnite has one in their PvE stuff. League of Legends went live. Bunch of games all added their holiday wintry packs, so... Enjoy games. Enjoy the holiday. We will... You'll hear from us once more before before the holiday, and then once more after that. And that'll be the end of the year. And then we start again. Bye-bye. Peace. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.